tired of the everyday grind? Want to get away from it all? Descent into Paradise. Florida. Greetings, everybody, from sunny Florida. Here's wishing you the best of everything. And it's my personal belief that the best of everything comes from right down here. everybody, it's Steph from JustADayInParadise.com, and thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Just a Podcast in Paradise. Me and the Dip Crew love living in the Sunshine State, and it's our goal to help you plan for your very own day in paradise. Follow along as we explore the Keys, theme parks, springs, and everything in between. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so we can notify you when our new episodes are live. And as you know, we're always going to have a drink for you. And today, we're enjoying our take on the classic tiki drink, the zombie. Be sure to check out our Patreon for digital downloads of this and every other night's recipe. We're ready if you are. So kick up your feet, throw on your shades, and let's take a trip to paradise. Well, hello, everybody. I am so excited about this special two-part episode that we have going for you. We're going to have Megan and Garrett in the studio for you a little bit later. But first, I wanted to give you a little bit of tiki history because today we're talking tiki. And as you know, we're the Florida show. But tiki culture really didn't begin in Florida. So for you to follow us along in this journey, I want to paint you a little picture about how we got here. So tonight we've mixed up the quintessential tiki bar cocktail, the zombie. We're going to be tasting it with you a little bit later, but the zombie cocktail was first mixed up in 1934, invented by Don Beach at his Hollywood Don the Beachcomber restaurant. It was popularized by the East Coast soon afterwards. It was popularized on the East Coast after that at the 1939 New York World's Fair. And legend has it that he originally concocted the cocktail to help a customer cure their hangover before he went into a meeting. So the customer came back a few days later. He's all upset. He's like, Don, you turned me into a zombie for my meeting. And that's where the drink came to life. No pun intended. Uh, The drink's fruity taste hides all the alcohol in there. I mean, there are three kinds of rum. Uh, It lights on fire if you do it the right way. It's a pretty serious cocktail, but you'd never know it because it's still got that fresh fruit juice, still a little bit sweet, and it's been a popular tiki drink since the 1930s. Uh, It's so potent, in fact, that Don the Beachcomber restaurants limit their customers to two zombies apiece. So to truly understand how tiki culture has evolved over the years, we need to go back to its roots and take a little trip to Hawaii. So you heard me talk about Don, Don Beach, but Don Beach wasn't actually born Don Beach. Don Beach was born Ernest Gant. He's the man who changed the scene of cocktails forever. Uh, He visited the South Pacific, like the Hawaii, uh, Polynesia area. He returned with a suitcase full of exotic artifacts, stories, and ingredients that he wanted to share with his American comrades. He was the first one to combine exotic cocktails with over-the-top tropical decor. You can picture it, right? Like the thatched roofs, uh, the wild bright pink colors pink yellow green all that fun stuff um you know up until that point 
We had just gotten out of the Depression. We had just gotten out of World War II. Not only was this cocktail scene drab, but life was sort of drab. So people were longing for this escape that tiki culture brings. And legend has it, there was a guy by the name of Victor Jules Bergeron. He was born in San Francisco. He traveled to the Caribbean to learn all about tropical flavors and cocktails to intrigue guests back at his small restaurant and bar out of the San Francisco area. People went crazy for it. Word eventually got to him about the beachcomber down in Southern California, and he had to take a trip and see it all for himself. He was mesmerized by the decor and food. He wanted to somehow blend these two concepts together. So the, the concept of this wild decor bright colors paired with the sort of Caribbean flavors that he was putting into his cocktails. So he began training food and drinks for alluring tropical decor. This is where he got the name Trader Vic. You can thank him for inventing the Mai Tai. Since then, tiki culture has captivated and excited even the wettest of blankets. You know who you are. Who can resist the allure of tiki torches, the mystery of ancient artifacts, the humorous mugs, and of course, the delicious food and powerful drinks. In a time before internet and color TV and travel, it created an imaginary South Seas Island getaway that was the perfect place to forget about your worries and troubles. So you got a picture back then. There's no internet. There's no color TV. It was really difficult to travel, especially out of the U.S. People needed this sort of mystical, mysterious, vibrant lifestyle that Tiki provided. With Florida being a tropical wonderland, it's no surprise that the landscape and attitude lends itself to providing the, the perfect backdrop to some of the world's favorite Tiki bars. So in this special two-part episode, we're going to be sharing our top five tiki bars that you must visit on your next trip to Florida with some honorable mentions thrown in and some tips for how to bring the tiki vibe home so you can enjoy the island life between trips. We also have Megan and Garrett that are going to be joining us in the studio in just a little bit. We've got some special guests along the way that are going to share with us. So let's take a quick break before we summon the tiki gods. Okay, Garrett, it's time for bed. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Can you, can, you, can you tell me a story first? All right, one story, and then it's nighty-night for you. Do you remember the one about Meggie Locks and the three cocktails? <gasps> oh my gosh, I love this one. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Meggie Locks. She went for a walk on the beach. Pretty soon, she came upon a tiki bar. She sat down in the bar, and immediately she was served three beautiful cocktails. Meggie Locks can never resist a free drink. She tasted the first one and realized the straw was plastic. No, plastic is terrible for the environment. I can't drink this. So, she tasted the second drink. Gross. The straw's all soggy, and all I taste is paper. So, she tasted the last cocktail. Mmm, this hay straw is perfect. She said happily and enjoyed the rest of her delicious margarita. Well, Garrett, what's the moral of the story? <sighs> that when you use hay straws, all natural, 100%, biodegradable, gluten-free, and never soggy straws, you're actually doing your part to help take care of our planet. 
They can be tossed right in the compost bin after and will break down naturally and return to the circle of life. That's right, big guy. Good night, Steph. Good night, Garrett. We can all sleep a little easier thanks to hay straws. Visit haystraws.com to find out more. And we're back from our break. We're back. Our super long break. We're back. Uh, So we have Megan and Garrett in the studio with us. Hi, Megan and Garrett. Hey. What's up? You missed my monologue. Oh. Yeah. Where were we? Where were you? Obviously preparing to... Preparing to kill this episode. Yeah, and to kill this cocktail. So, like I said, we made a... It's like our take on a zombie. It's not... What I learned in my research is that there is no one zombie cocktail. There's really no one, like, tiki recipe. You know what I mean? Because in the beginning, in in the beginning, when when all these guys were curating these recipes, they didn't want to share them. So it was like only, you know, one or two people that knew the recipes as they were creating them. So a lot of people have their take on a zombie. I added guava instead of passion fruit because I thought that was like South Florida vibes, you know? Was that the flavor I didn't like in my drink last weekend? Passion fruit? I have no idea. I don't remember, but it was really gross. Yeah. So I'm happy you you did guava. Yeah. And if you'll notice, you have a... A halved lime on top. Yeah. That's not just a garnish. There's a 151 floater stuffed in there. Ooh. So if you oh, muddle God that sake, into help. your drink, okay, so muddle it. I didn't you know will that actually. I was going to light it on fire, but I thought that that was a recipe for disaster. It is. Yeah. It's not a recipe. It would have been a disaster. Um, right. <laughs> my impression of the wow, zombie cocktails right? that I've had uh-huh. is that they're always very strong. Yes. Is that the case with well, this That's a good one? thing. Yes. Uh, they sneak up on you, mm. like a lot of tiki drinks, because there's a lot of rum. And sugar. There's three kinds of rum in here. Yeah, there's sugar. But in a good cocktail, you're going to have like fresh juices and not just simple syrups and things like that. So right. I think this is pretty clean for a zombie. It's strong. Oh, yeah. Good. It doesn't taste very strong. It's right. good. Good. And what kind of rum? My tummy's warm. Oh, what kind of rum? I'm glad you asked. Uh, we have what's left of our Papa's Pilar blonde rum. Yum. Nice. But then we also uh, have dark rum in there. Papa's dark rum. And they one, dark the one rum? they do, oh. and they have some limited edition rums. Ooh. Some are like stored in like wine casks. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. Um, and the third rum. One fifty one on uh, top. Oh right. The floater. The floater. Yep. Cool. All right. So. Now that we've got our zombie in hand, yeah, let's take a virtual tour of some of our, actually our top five, if we're going to get specific, favorite tiki bars. We're supposed to know five? I, I think it's combined. I think it's, it's combined, combined okay, between okay, us, the Dip Cruise top five. I think right. we are going to have a clear winner. I think we're all going to agree on number yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to start it? No, we got to start at number five. Well, I, I wanted to start at number one because number five is kind of sad. So okay. we're going to start on a high. Okay. You'll see. Yeah. We're going to yes. go on a story arc. Okay. Okay. So it's no secret that we're huge Disney fans here in the Dip Crew. Yeah. And while we never want to be just another theme park podcast, right. we're just a podcast in paradise, you have to give credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to imagination, theming, history, and fun, there's no denying that whether or not you're a Disney or theme park fan, Trader Sam's Trader is Sam's. on the must-do tiki, must tiki list. Yes. <laughs> 
must do must every single do. time you go to Disney ever. Every time it's amazing. you're near Orlando. Like, why are we not at Go Trader to Trader Sam's. Sam's. Am I right? It's, real quick. Yeah. Is it open right now? It's not open right now. Yeah, because uh, Polynesian is not open. Because the Polynesian is being Pain. remodeled. I'm hoping maybe they'll do something fun to Trader Sam's. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a commemorative mug I, or something. I hope they make it bigger. Is that no, possible? No, that's the point of it. I, I think. get what you mean because you want to like have it more accessible yes, to get a seat. Correct. But then again, like it's more exclusive. I, I, it's the I mystery get it. of it. I get and then it's I so think, intimate and dark. Yeah. Cause like also when it's that small and everything, like you said, it's intimate and everything you, you get to, I guess, kind of vibe off the other tables too. Right. Easier, you know? Yeah. Whether or not you like their vibe. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times they'll sit other people with you, which, which probably is, won't happen. if COVID still going on when, yeah. Uh, no, the, no windows in there, which is which I loved. You know, no it, real it, windows. No real windows. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, literally, like one of the best one of the best nights I've ever had at Disney ever. Right. Agreed. Agreed. If you haven't checked out our YouTube channel in a while, <laughs> go ahead and look video. at the bar crawl. Yeah, that was like the first legit video and we did together. Trader Sam's exceeded my expectations, and I like almost don't want to say too much because I know you don't want to give away too many secrets. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah, so we'll try not to reveal too much, but we're going to give you some of the reasons why you got to put it on your All list. I'll say is be patient with it because it took mm-hmm. us a little bit to get in. It's yeah. worth the And wait. then it took us a little bit to get a table because mm-hmm. there's no like reserved seating. Oh, yeah, you're not getting a reservation. You have you have a reservation to get in. Right. Well, you're on the wait list. You're on the wait list to yeah. get in. But you, you, you don't get a table that mm-hmm. way. No, it's patience. Yeah. It's but the magic. cocktails are good. Do they Great. have food there? They do. They do. Yeah, we'll get to that. We did get food. Then. Yeah, I want to give paint people Sorry. a little bit more of a picture. That's okay. I know, I'm glad you're excited. I'm excited. Me, I forgot. So much like tiki culture in general, the phenomenon of the tiki world started on the West Coast at the Disneyland Resort. Thankfully, in 2015, the tiki gods smiled upon us and delivered Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. So in Disneyland, they have Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Room. Here we have Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. So what makes this place unique? Let's talk about it. There's special effects. Mm-hmm. There's the skippers. Mm-hmm. There's artifacts, if you're into Disney history. And there's a lot of humor. Yeah, A lot of humor. A lot of, you're going to laugh hysterically the entire time. The bartenders are also performers. Yeah. So it tries to like make it, it like paints the illusion that you're sort of, outside at a tiki bar because you can see through like thatched windows there's like a volcano in the distance the weather might change Mm -hmm. you know uh you can hear things on the roof maybe hippopotamuses you never know yeah uh so yeah so what's your what's your favorite part of the (laughs) ambiance i mean no kids (laughs) <laughs> there's no crying babies. It's no like the one place children. you can go in Disney it, without that. Crying that was the coolest thing ever. Cause mm-hmm. it really was all about the adults. Like, and I, and I can even think back at like, you know, a, I mean a bunch of different hotels I stayed at when I was a kid, but like there was never a place for the, like the adults just to go to that. Like the kids were not allowed to go to. And that's that one. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And it's like, safe. So like if you had maybe, not little, little kids, but maybe like teenagers or, you know, nine, 10 year olds. You trust them in the room. Exactly. You know, and you want to have a night out. They're yeah. right downstairs. Yeah. Staying at the right. exactly. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. That, that, that was super cool. Um, 
What's the other thing I was just I, thinking about? Today? I don't want to say too much, but the volcano. Yes. It's got to yeah. be the volcano. The volcano is super sick. You might, it might be dormant. It might not, might not be. We're not going to give too much away, but the and volcano I like, is I like awesome. the partial, um, you know, the, the term that I can't remember all the time uh, <laughs> about, like, the sea. Like The like, sea? But, but, uh, I'm trying. Pause the podcast. What's the name? <laughs> what, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? It, it, it's like what USS Nemo is. The nautilus. Nautical. Nautical. What's okay. the word? What's the word? What is it? What is it? It is nautical. Yeah. Love love that whole vibe of like anything like that. I love that vibe, but Trader yeah. Sam's just kicks out of the park. One thing I do wish, I wish I had peaked at Trader Sam's, but I peaked right after we left, like drunk-wise. What do you mean peaked? Peaked meaning... The most alcohol. I, I started oh, feeling the alcohol. I thought you after meant like left. looked behind something. No, I started I like, feeling something the, to peek at? most of the alcohol after we left there, which kind of. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> when you're sitting down, chugging bowls of bowls. literal bowls. bowls of tea drinks, sometimes you don't feel it until you you get up. Yeah, I went. To yeah, so that's, that's what minivans are for. Ubers, I, the monorail. I the monorail. always yeah. know how drunk I am when I sit in a bathroom stall by myself. Can, can everyone That's to when that? you really so feel so it. Down, you're like, <laughs> wow. I just look at myself Whoa. in the mirror. I just look at myself. You're in like, the I don't look right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, so let's talk about what drinks you should try while we're there, or while you're there. I don't remember the while name we're of there. I'll I'll refresh your memory. Uh, there's okay. Let me back up. <laughs> when you order drinks, yeah, things happen. That's all we're gonna say. I know. When you order drinks. Different things happen. This is an interactive yeah. experience. Like you're at Disney. Like yeah. you're still going to have. All five senses will yeah, be engaged. For sure. Uh, so there's the Krakatoa Punch. Mm -hmm. There's the Uh-Oa. 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 So when you order an Uh-Oa, you, you know, it's You'll find out. You'll yeah, find out. Yeah, things happen. There's Tiki gods are involved. Uh, there's the Nautilus, which is what I thought you were going to say. The Nautilus is... Um, Comes in the the mug from Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful. Have mug. I? Did I have that one? I know that. Maybe I've I was had it. much more. <laughs> right? Well, we had to try them all, right? Oh, uh, there's the zombie, which comes in a cool shrunken zombie head. That's cool. Uh, the hippopotamitai. No, we didn't do that one. I don't think. I don't, I don't think, think we've gotten either. that. I think it's one of the weaker ones, that which fun, we though. skip over. Yeah. Pork, like, um, trying? And I think. One of the places that makes this unique also is they have mugs that you mm -hmm. can take home with you that are pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Some are limited edition, some are seasonal, but they're a lot of fun. I have one. What should we have? What should I'm not going to tell you about it. So next up on the list, we've been to together. I don't know if you remember being there together. I do. You do? Okay. Uh, Tiki House in Key West. Yes. What? Do you not remember? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Tiki House in Key West. So this place hasn't been open long. They first greeted visitors in September of 2017, right before Irma. Uh, what I love about this place is it's so different from anything else in Key West. Uh, it's also so new and clean that it gives you the impression that it might be kitschy or like a tourist trap, but it's certainly not. They use all fresh ingredients and juices. They have great local live music. Uh, there's this one guy that does cool things with his toes that you'll want to see. 
Do you not remember him? Yeah, I do remember him. Yeah. And like you were acting like he does like tricks with his toes. He does. He's playing He plays music, like 15 instruments with his feet. And he, he's playing music. Oh, okay. And <laughs> his hands are taken up by instruments. Right. So he's also so using his, his toes. So his toes are down there like, like, whoa. It's not a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's a harp. Everyday drink specials, <laughs> true to Key West, uh, are available. And they have, in true Key West fashion, a walk up to go drink counter. You don't have to even go Sick. inside. You can yeah. walk up and get yeah. your you know, you can walk on Duval with a cocktail in hand. Mm-hmm. Love it. So what do you guys remember about this place that you like? I, the, I remember the, the toes, man. Yeah. <laughs> the best part about it, mm-hmm. 100%, the air conditioning. Yes. That's a good point. Because there's not a ton of places so you can go in Especially a tiki bar. Right. It was yeah. so freaking hot outside when we were there. Yes. But I just it's remember literally us just sitting in, sitting <laughs> uh, in right next to one of those duckless like air units that like yes. go on the wall. Oh, my God. It is that amazing. next to where Captain Tony's is and you throw the quarters in yes. the fish mouth? Yes, yeah. we all did it. Megan didn't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's I did it first. It's also across though. from uh, Amigos yeah. Tacos, which is, so you can eat at Amigos, go get tiki's uh, to go or stay there and enjoy the air conditioning. Uh, some drinks that you should try. The key lime pie shot mm. is pretty unique, really delicious. They rim it with like graham cracker. Uh, there's a drink called the House of Pain, and you can order it in different levels. So it's like a painkiller, but you can order in increasing strengths. So what's the highest? Three, level three. Call, so I, I would I'll get a six, probably. <laughs> uh, and then they have a zombie bowl, which they light on fire. Great for sharing. Great for sharing. Mm-hmm. Great for uh, your photos of your vacation that are going to make everyone back at home jealous. Yes. Uh, and all that. Uh, anything else you remember from... Tiki House? They have a lot of cool merch. They do. Yeah. They yeah. Do. For sale. I know they had like hats. Mm-hmm. Mugs. Mugs. Yeah. Mugs. Cool tiki like shot glasses, shirts, more stuff to make your friends jealous. Uh, oh, here's one. I think you've been to this one. Maybe. 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 Maybe not. Uh, this. So this one, I struggled putting this one on the list because it's so much more than a tiki bar, especially in the traditional sense. But it's so freaking cool that you, if you were in the area and you didn't go, you'd be an idiot. The Bimini Bay Check. Oh, yeah. In Punta Rosa, Florida, right outside Sanibel. I haven't been. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures. It does look cool. But I did not know that it was a tiki bar. They call it a tiki bar. Okay. Uh, a tomato, lot of, tomato, I guess. Right. So yeah. it, it has all the elements of tiki. So it has, like, the tiki roof. Is that straw? Palm. Palms, palms, straw. I guess like so. It has palms. that kind of roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have it's all like outside ish, you know, like indoor, outdoor, open air. I guess that's what they call it. Nice. Um, yeah. It has the whole tiki vibe. So around the bar, there's swings instead of chairs. Sick. They have chairs oh, yeah, too, I've but also that. swings. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, the bar itself is actually a fish tank. Sick. Oh, right, a saltwater fish tank. So there's fish that swim around while you're eating and drinking. Love it. All of, so they say that their drink menu is Caribbean inspired, but since we've done our history, all tiki drinks are Caribbean, Caribbean inspired. inspired. Uh, they use some, they have some classic tiki drinks like the painkiller they have a real pusser's painkiller and you can bring home a legit pusser's mug which is cool pusser's yeah it's just funny it is, it is funny pusser's, pusser's. Rum. it's not a painkiller if it's not pusser's rum 
Sponsor us. Um, Please. Yeah. Please, we're running out of money. Yeah, so this place really takes everything we know about Tiki history and almost deconstructs it and separates it, adds that Southwest Florida vibe. They have all fresh fish. They have a raw bar. One of the really cool things that makes this place unique is they have a stage on, like, the second... Well, I guess the bar itself is on the second floor. And then on, like, the third floor, the level up, is the stage. And they have this giant boat that hangs from the ceiling, and it's low when there's no one playing, and they raise it up when there's someone playing. And because Mm -hmm. the band is so high, there's, like, a little... um, What is it called? Fishing rod? Rod. And reel? Yeah. That you turn it. And it cranks the tip up to, or your requests oh. up to the band, and then you can roll like, pull cranks, it back down. They, they, they yeah, you down get them all, if, you. if they stink, you're like, get down from there, and you just <laughs> roll them back in. Uh, <laughs> they also uh, some drinks you should try. They will serve you anything on their menu, which is extremely extensive in a pineapple cup. So they'll hollow out Fun. a pineapple. Yep, and give that to you. They also had a drink that I really liked, which had what the hell did it have in it? Mango and jalapeno. It's called a Cuban Fiesta Mojito. I really enjoyed that. And uh, yeah. Have you been? Maybe I've been to Sanibel countless times. Mm -hmm. Never been there. Oh my God, we have to go. You're messing up. You are messing up. I've never been either, but it looks amazing. I know. All of my friends used to go. Uh, My brother spent his 21st birthday there last time. How's the food? Sorry. The food. Is, is delicious. Well, the food is good. The food is good. It's not that the food is bad. The It's very seafood forward. Ah. So if you're uh. not wanting seafood, there's not a lot to eat. Ah! That didn't sound good. Apple no, pear. it didn't. It did not sound good. Oh, God. So the producer. I touched it first. The <laughs> producer know. does not eat seafood. Correct. Which is where her hesitation comes from. Right. But I think that's important because a lot of places there will be still a lot of options if you don't eat seafood, especially like I would think at a place that calls itself a tiki bar. So if you're expecting like bar food yeah. or Jerk Asian chicken. inspired food, you're not going to get that. I think the only like who, who non-fish sell, item they had was like a BLT. Who doesn't sell like, you know, like roasted pork. At right. A that's what I'm saying. Bar. Well, yeah, so the producer, she doesn't, the producer doesn't, doesn't like pork either. either. Like, that's, <laughs> It's really, uh, she never met a chicken she didn't like. Yeah. You know, unless it was stuffed with fish, which that sounds disgusting. Ew. Uh, <laughs> next up on our list, we have the Mai Kai. The Mai Kai is step three in our history lesson because they took what they learned from the beachcomber, brought it over to Florida. The Mai Kai has been voted best tiki bar in the U.S. period multiple wow. times. Uh, this is one of the most unique dining and entertainment venues in all of Florida. Uh, from the wooden bridge entrance with the tiki torches that you drive across upon entry to the incredible Polynesian show, every night is a party. Since 1956, the Mai Kai has been dazzling local fans and visitors alike. Sadly, they have encountered back-to-back tragedy. First, the COVID lockdowns, and then a water pipe burst in their kitchen ceiling, causing catastrophic damage. They have not been open for like a year and a half. Where? Sadness. It's like, it's Fort Lauderdale ish area uh the thornton family has cared for the mai kai for three generations and they're doing everything they can to get it back up and running if you want to support them and you're in the area and you want to get crunk you can currently order gallons of their famous cocktails like the famous rum barrel to go by calling 954-646-8975 we're gonna put that in the show notes uh support yourself by getting gallons of tiki cocktails support them opening again by buying them from them. 
So next up on our list is Gilligan's Island Bar. Located in Siesta Key Village across from the number one beach in the USA, you'll find this massive tiki bar. Mike Gatz is a native Floridian and has been the general manager for 13 years. So welcome on, Mike. Thanks. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We are so excited to have you. I personally am obsessed with Siesta Key. I've been trying to drag Megan and Garrett there forever because they're obsessed with Tiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going to pick your brain a little bit. Uh, so that way we can get some of our listeners just as excited about visiting as I am. Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So uh, like we said, Siesta Key has been voted the number one beach in the country and number 11 in the world on TripAdvisor's annual Traveler's Choice Award. So what do you think makes Siesta Key so special? Well, one thing that happens here that I, I'm fairly certain we're still the Guinness Book of World Record holder is for the whitest sand in the world. Oh, wow. And uh, that in itself is an attraction. We've got a lot of quartz in our sand, and it makes a difference in most beaches anywhere in the world, really. Uh, one of the nicest things about our sand is it never burns your feet. That's right. Uh, so, Love it. <laughs> uh, as far as uh, Sarasota County and the community at large, there's a great effort to uh, to take care of and protect our precious natural resource here. So a lot of work goes into it. Um, so many people enjoy it. Yeah, I, lo- I think uh, it's called sugar sand, right? That's like the pet name for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. love the sugar sand. It's so soft. I forgot that it never gets hot. I was gonna say, how does it taste? Oh, how does it taste? <laughs> I do not know how it tastes, Scare. <laughs> but I, I know how it feels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I think I've been there when I was really young, so I, I do need to go back. I love the beach, and mm-hmm. yeah, like you're definitely missing out if you like yeah. if you like the beach. Siesta Key should be on your list. Yeah, I, I, we, I drive by it every time we go to Tampa, so why, why yeah, not? you got to stop, you got to yes. pull over. Uh, but yeah, Mike, I, I mean, like Steph said, you know, you've you know, you've been the gym for thirteen years. You know, what does yep. tiki culture kind of mean to you? So. When, when I was asked that, I, I had to think about it a little bit because obviously we embrace it here at work. We uh, we like the the natural aspect of tiki. Uh, we like to incorporate things that aren't just made up signs, but you know, as our tiki collection shows. But when I really started thinking about it, it goes back to uh, my brother and I being young kids and going through the swizzle stick collection that my grandparents had from all their trips and everything. And a lot of their home bar things centered around the, the Polynesian uh, lifestyle and decor. And uh, it really, I mean, it took me right back when when I was asked uh, right there to playing with those swizzle sticks with my brother. <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. So for those that don't know, what is a swizzle stick? So the uh, a lot of the bars and uh, restaurants and, and popular locations for tiki-style drinks is the... Uh, the branded stir stick for for your cocktail and mm. uh i know i guess when i was young my my grandparents they used to collect them everywhere they went they had a huge collection of them very cool now i feel like i need a swizzle stick Me collection. Too. yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's a really cool idea an easy way to bring home a souvenir yeah so i am one of the things that i love so much about your bar and i probably spent like 30 minutes walking around it's almost like a tiki mug museum so yeah, yeah. So I wanted to know, like, is there a story behind the collection? How long have you guys been collecting them? And I'd love to know a little bit more about them. So uh, Scott, the owner of Gilligan's, has been 
implementing his personal collection. Uh, it'll be 20 years October that he's owned the place. Uh, I would say that he's been collecting them passively uh, that whole time, and it's turned into quite the collection. Um, every opportunity that we get to bring something in, we always bring one in for the personal collection. And then, of course, uh, as a fan, there's been uh, several that we've chased down uh, over the years. And you, you guys offer like mugs that customers can take with them, right? Like souvenir mugs? We do. So uh, we have, at one point, we had three different mugs that we were offering with three different cocktails that go in them. Uh, and you could purchase the mug with the cocktail in it and take the tiki mug home with you. Uh, I'm actually quite proud to say that we just recently uh, had our own mugs manufactured with oh, wow. Gilligan's Fiesta Key on the back and our own artwork on the front. Very cool. Uh, they're big 18-ounce mugs. We have them in three colors, and uh, we're pretty proud of them. So I'm sure this uh, spring season, as things hopefully uh, get back to normal, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people will be taking these home. Yeah, I'm going to have to come get one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's nice. so cool. So do you have, of the ones you have on display, do you have a favorite? If I had to pick one, I would say it's probably the Magnum P.I., yeah, that's, that's cool. cool. I have a yeah. picture. I remember watching, yeah, Tom Selleck watching that as a kid. Uh, we have some other really cool ones. We have a uh, Elvis. We have one with a picture of Don Ho on it. Uh, the Star Wars ones all speak near and dear to my heart. Oh, yeah, there's like the big uh, job of the hut one that you guys have. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Does the Magnum PI one have a mustache? Of course. Oh, yes. It has to have a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, that's not, that's, his, that's uh, just part of his body. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't grow that. It's not even hair. Yeah. It's signature. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. No, that's, that's the one for me. I got it at home, too. We got it here in the collection, and I made sure to get two of them when we got them. <laughs> Perfect. So, looking, I see that your menu has like tons of fresh mojitos, tropical favorites, and tiki classics. Do you have like a crowd favorite? So, we definitely do, and surprisingly enough, it's the pina colada. Um, wow. We use a, a really fresh mix for our pina coladas, uh, but I think it's just a go-to for people when they're here on vacation. We also do it in a 24-ounce hurricane mm. glass. Perfect. So when it goes out, people really notice it. Uh, the other the other one that's sort of neck and neck with it is uh, we call it the shipwreck, and mm. that's uh, we use a, a black coconut and 151 rum in it mm. with some juices and that one is uh definitely one that that people like to get as well you have to probably uber home after that one yeah oh yeah <laughs> yep. sounds good oh yeah i just want to ask you what's the most important ingredient if you want to make really good tiki drinks and i know like, you can't just say it's the alcohol like what's the most important <laughs> what's the most important ingredient so you, you kind of headed me off there a little bit garrett i was going to say <laughs> I wrote it in large capital letters here, uh, rum. <laughs> we knew you were going to say that. That's why I'm All making it more difficult rum. now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but maybe more important than the fact of the rum, like we, we have a, we have a large rum wall here that, that we like to use uh, several different rums in our different cocktails because, cool. uh, you know, a little bit different rum makes a quite a bit difference in, in the cocktail itself. But fresh ingredients, whenever you can use fresh ingredients, Absolutely. your cocktails are going to be better. And you can't always do that when you're serving so many uh, in a given time. But it, if you get the chance, even if it's a yeah. little squeeze of fresh lime, it's much better than a dash of uh, 
lime out of the bottle or anything like that. So right. fresh ingredients, I would say, is uh, is prudent for the tiki uh, cocktails. Yeah, I also, th- I mean, I also think, and like it kind of circling back to you saying, you know, rum is is the number one ingredient. Uh, I feel like it's a lot of it's the type of rum too. Mm. I mean, you know, you really have to you know mix the correct type, the correct rum for Especially the when specific rums. drink to be right. as good as it should be. Absolutely, it's it's certainly not as simple as just dumping some rum and in juice in a glass. Uh, that that is not going to give you a quality cocktail. Right. They have to be thought out and tasted and designed and and then ultimately crafted uh, to get a quality product. Love it. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, we try to have a cocktail with every episode. Today we made ourselves a zombie, and we've been kind of getting into different rums lately. We're normally tequila drinkers, but you can't have a tiki drink without rum. So do you have a favorite rum? I think my favorite is probably Appleton 21 year. Mm, okay. uh, I'll sip it neat or on a couple rocks. Neat. Um, wow. Gangster. That's gangster. <laughs> You're like a pirate. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the rum's all gone. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Appleton 21 years has been my favorite up to this point. Perfect. We'll have to try a bottle for our next episode. Um, I, I wanted go. to circle back a little bit because, you know, part of what we do is encourage our listeners to try different spots in Florida and to travel to places that they wouldn't have maybe thought of before. And like Garrett said, you know, he's, he's also... You're also a native Floridian. I'm a native Floridian. Floridian, yeah, just like Mike. Uh, And he's never been to Siesta Key Village. So to me, the first time I went, I fell in love. It sort of makes you feel like even though you're a hop, skip, and a jump away from downtown Sarasota, you feel like you're isolated almost on an island. And I love how the Siesta Key Village, each bar and restaurant and shop, you almost feel like you're attached together, even though you're really not. So what do you think helps all your spaces flow together and how do you guys stay so tight? Well, I think a large part of what makes you feel that way is uh, many of the businesses out here, we all know that we're an important part of, of the visitor's experience here on Siesta Key. And I think in that realization and being this community that we've been for, as long as I can remember, uh, everybody wants to put their best foot forward, but not just for their own welfare and their own profitability and things like that. But like I mentioned earlier about taking care of our natural resource here, we want people to enjoy Siesta Key. We want them to enjoy the beach. And uh, so everybody puts their best foot forward to make sure that'll happen. Love that. I love that. I mean, it's community. Love. I, I love oh, yeah, it's you a can small totally community feel kind of feel to it. That's, you know, Watching, you know, I'm from Fort Myers, so watching, you know, the city kind of turn from, you know, a smaller town to a bigger town, it's always kind of sad. But always going to Fort Myers Beach, like everybody is kind of very close, and all the all the businesses, you know, know each other, and they're all kind of there for the same goal, is and that's to, you know, make sure all the tourists just have a great time. Yeah, it's like you grow up out of the limestone, yeah. you know, like these businesses <laughs> right. have always been there. It's a really cool feeling. Well, I was going to say it's it's uh, nothing around here for. You know, all these businesses that are what would usually be in competition for business. Right. Uh, I can call anybody on the street and ask them to borrow something, oh, you cool. know, until I can get it back to them. And, and likewise, they can do the same here. And it's just it's not like that everywhere. So it's, mm-hmm. it's refreshing to be a part of that business community. For sure. 
Oh, that's awesome. It's definitely not like that here in Naples. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but, but before we let you go, Mike, you know, I know that, so I've followed you guys on Instagram forever. I know that you guys have, it's like, I see that you guys have live music all the time. It seems like you're always doing an event. So what's coming up that our listeners can plan and head over to see you guys for? So it's a, uh, oh, it's a bit of a loaded question with, with everything that's going yeah, on with right. COVID and everything. So we have tempered our enthusiasm on some of the larger promotions. Uh, we have since, since Scott's owned the place, we've done a uh, bikini contest in the spring season. Um, we do, we, we currently have live music seven nights a week and, just recently, if we started bringing back like our bigger and fuller piece bands, uh, we were down to like solos and duos just to make sure we're not putting as many people as we can in the building at one time right. or on the back patio or on the property. Um, the couple of things that we are excited about, the, I mentioned earlier, the release of our own mug. Uh, and we have those here in our store and inside at, at Gilligan's. So that was exciting. That was a a process getting it done and once it once we finally got them in hand it was like wow all this work and here we are with our own tiki mug which we're really excited about uh something else that i'm wrapping up uh now is the updated rum wall the new list uh you know you can come in and instead of trying to find everything on the back wall uh we'll have an informative menu with all our our rum wall rums on it uh so you can browse that and maybe try something that you wouldn't have tried otherwise oh that's nice. are you gonna have a flight uh so i'm considering that yes uh yes, yes. Like that. listen uh, when i see a flight on a menu mike i order it well there you go <laughs> so that's just a tip sure we... you know i don't need any kickback for that that's just advice <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's free advice yeah got it <laughs> Uh, so, yes, we're still we're still making some decisions about what's going to happen this spring. Uh, all of our decisions about large group events and things like that center around safety and protocols. Of course. Uh, so we'd like to do as much as we can safely do. We're just not a hundred percent sure what that is right now. So right. we're on it. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I know so many people are still, you know, whether they're Floridians or whether they're traveling into the state, you know, we get a lot of questions about where is safe or even the people that aren't safe or not maybe concerned about safety protocols. They just want to know what they are and what they can expect. And I think you guys are lucky that you have that really big space. You know, I think when you think of a tiki bar, you think of like a tiny little um, you know, patio bar, but you guys have a, a nice footprint. So I hope that you guys do well this spring. Uh, you know, we're going to make sure that we repost anything that you guys are doing. Um, are people going to be able to order those mugs online or do they have to come in and see you? Uh, no, actually they'll be able to order them through our store. Uh, they can find us at Gilligan's Island bar.com and they'll, they'll be in there. So Kathy, will get them shipped out for them. Cool. Perfect. And then uh, before you go, make sure you tell us where we can find you on social media. Uh, Gilligan's Bar on Instagram is probably the best follow. Uh, our uh, Javier takes care of our social media. He does a great job. And when you when you take a look at it, I, I think it's exactly what Instagram is for. It tells a nice story of who we are and what we like to do here. So uh, if you take a peek at that, I think you'll get a good idea of what you're going to get when you get here. Perfect. Well, shout out to Javier. We'll give him some air horn. There you go. That's special for Javier. And thank you, Mike, so much for coming on. We appreciated having you, and we can't wait to head up to Siesta Key. 
Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Can't wait to see you. Wow. Mike was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right? Super cool guy. Uh, so do you believe me now that we have to go to Siesta Key? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, right. I, never, I never denied that. I know, but I it's got to be a priority. It. You know what I mean? I really want to see the collection. Yeah, I, yes. I want to see the mustache, Hiki. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, seeing their collection made me want to collect Tiki mugs. I have one. Where? I need, a display case. Do well, it. I, don't, do I feel it like up. maybe in here would be a cool yeah. place to yeah, display them. Cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them on the walls. But, so uh, for yeah. those at home who don't know, the studio is barren. Is it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, like travel themed. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. like a it's golden not globe, not, not the award. Yeah, with the award. But it's like a, a, uh, it's a piece of art. Gold. Yeah. And um, a futon. There's, there's like a pillows with like maps on it. In case you need to it. take a nap. Anyway, a lot of equipment. There's like a Caribbean sign, so it's very my pass holder like, magnets on yeah. theme to have tiki yeah. mugs in here. Right. There's my SaveTheManatee.org calendar. That I just switched to February. Uh, yeah. So, hey, everybody. Oh. Thank you for tuning in to episode one of our two-part Tiki Extravaganza. We are so happy that you hung out with us today. We would love it if you would subscribe so you don't miss an episode and give us a five-star review on five, Apple Podcasts. Five, five, five. So we can continue to work hard to make your next Florida vacation the most memorable trip you've ever had. You can also follow us on Instagram at just take a dip for daily updates on what's happening around Florida and check out our YouTube channel, Just a Day in Paradise for destination ideas, restaurant reviews, unboxing things you might want to take on your next trip and copycat recipes from some of our favorite places in paradise. We're wishing you a little bit of sunshine, a tiki drink, and I don't know, maybe an umbrella straw. Yeah. Wherever yeah. you are. And we hope to see you in paradise soon. Say goodbye, guys. Bye. Put your drum, sponsor us. Sponsor us. Put your drum. Uh-oh. 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 U